Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss. The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. That that lid is clean today. It is nice. I just got a big shipment in for my guy, uh, Carlemar, and uh, it's a Kobe hat, but it's the Dodger silhouette, beautiful hat. I love it. That Thank is you. that is very clean. That might be too good for you, actually. Woo! Yeah, yeah. What you got on today? Let's just get I'm straight just to the old, hat. Old school White Sox hat. I'll I'll explain why momentarily. Um, so you having fun with the trade deadline? You enjoying it? I am. I'm, I'm trying to break news. I got my – I keep touching into my sources, man, and I got nothing so far. I was really trying to break something in Cabo because I thought that would be hilarious if I was, like, on the beach breaking news, but it didn't wow. happen. So I'm still, I'm still putting in work, okay? We'll see good. if I can do something. Okay, good. Let's keep working that. I, I, might break news on, I might break news on the IG Live today. I'm with you. Like, you know, this is what we do. We break news. I – Broke news that Nick Castellanos had a micro fracture in his wrist. And <laughs> I mean, this is what we do. You know, who needs Passan and Rosenthal and Joel Sherman and Buster? Who needs those guys? I broke a little bit of news on Gallo. A little, oh, yeah. a, you know, a big news. Uh huh. You followed my drift. Yeah, you did. So let's let's get <laughs> to the first topic. Uh, Joey Gallo is the headliner in a six-player deal between the Rangers and the Yankees, and we found out today, I believe it was because of Joel Sherman, that actually the Rangers are picking up the tab um, for both players going from Texas to New York, which could help New York in a future deal. So out of curiosity, is adding Gallo enough to A, give them a solid playoff spot, and B, make them a World Series contender? Uh, it helps. I, I don't think they're done, especially with the news this morning that Texas is going to flip the bill on both uh, players that the Yankees are acquiring. So they still have – they still can stay under their self-imposed cap. I need to make right. sure everyone knows. It's a self-imposed cap, okay? There's no such thing as a salary cap in baseball. They want to try to stay under 210 on the payroll. So they, they've created some space there. It tells me that they're not done. Uh, and I don't think the Gallo makes them – a legitimate World Series contender just yet. Like the offense has been okay. It hasn't been like what they expected it. Obviously, Not they're, even they're, they're going to get better, but they haven't been like crazy bad. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. You know, like they, they, it definitely helps them offensively. There's no doubt about it. Joey Gallo is an incredible offensive player. Do not look at his batting average. The guy gets on base at a tremendous clip. He slugs. Uh, he can steal bases if you need to, and obviously mm -hmm. he can play gold glove defense. So I think it helps them tremendously. I just don't think they're done, and I think they need to go out and, and get some pieces. Uh, if they want to, like, I mean, they still got to, like, make up ground, Chris. They're still, totally. behind, they're still behind the standings. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's been talking about with the balance he brings, and there's no question. Uh, Left-handed bats this season for the Yankees. Last in average, bottom three in homers, OPS, hard hit percentage. So he's going to he's going to make a difference. Uh, yeah. He's a gold glover as well. Leads all outfielders in defensive runs saved. I still don't know how the hell they calculate that category, but if you're at the top of something, I imagine it's pretty good. There's no question he's going to help. 
this cannot be the last move. If they're serious about, A, trying to get in the playoffs, because I don't think it's a waltz. They're only two and a half out. But that doesn't mean that the A's, the A's are certainly not giving up. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Jerry DePoto does anything additional over the next 48 hours or so, or 24 hours. Um, I don't think Toronto's going away necessarily. I know I said on the Talking Baseball that they should trade Marcus Simeon. And if they really aren't going to go for it, then they should. But if they're going to go for it, then keep him and let's go and try for something and continue to upgrade that bullpen. But the, it's not – just because it says Yankees on the screen and they've added an all-star doesn't mean everybody else is going to get out the hell out of the way. I agree. And I'm looking right now. I'm trying to see how much Javi Baez is owed this year. If, if, if Texas eats all the salary like they said they could do – Javi Baez makes a lot of sense for the New York Yankees. If he's if he's being able to – if they're going to trade him, the Cubs are going to trade him, we're not sure. I, right. I assume they are. I would love to see Javi Baez in a, in a Yankee uniform. Interesting. By the way, don't – I just want to warn everybody. It's not just Yankee fans today or Ranger fans. But when you see prospects moving and you say we didn't give up anything, you don't know, you don't know. what you gave up. You have no clue. If six years ago, Jerkson Profar was finally traded by the Texas Rangers, remember he was the number one prospect in all of baseball. If he had been traded in that David Price, remember there were a bunch of years ago that they were talking about a David Price deal. I don't remember what year, but they wouldn't give up Jerkson Profar because he's the number one prospect in baseball. He hasn't become a star. And other guys who weren't even thought about. Corey Kluber, he was in a three-team trade from San Diego, Cleveland, St. Louis. When he came to Cleveland, he was not a top prospect. He turned into a two-time Cy Young Award winner. So everybody slow their roll on saying who won trades. Check it goes both ways. Years. Yeah, it goes both ways. You, you can give up an uber prospect that never makes it, or you find right. a gem like Kluber. Uh, my thought process on prospect hoarding is I look at them as just capital to go make your big league team better. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you want to develop them and bring them up because you need controllable, cheap players uh, so you can go, again, to help your big league club, go and sign free agents. I think they, I, I think most of the time people shouldn't get too wrapped up uh, about prospects, good or bad. If you send one to a team and it becomes the star player, you know, okay, maybe he wouldn't have became that with your team. Right. Go make your big league team better right now. Yeah, and by the way, <clears throat> in the Tatis deal, we didn't think Tatis was going to be Tatis. We'd heard he was good, but he's turned into the face of the league when he was traded by the White Sox for James Shields. So, and who knows if he would have became that if he was still with the White Sox. Like Honestly, uh, there's a lot of things that have to happen or to go right to make a player uh -huh. you know, the kind of player Tatis is. Okay, let's move on. Starling Marte gets dealt from, Oak, uh, from Miami to Oakland for Jesus Lozardo. And by the way, Miami's picking up the financial end of the deal because they wanted to get Lizardo that badly. Which part of this trade interests you most? I, I, I'm going to go with the Marte aspect because I think that Oakland is, you know, Forrest came out. That's the, I always reference Bean as running the, the, the show over there, but it's Dave Forrest, and he came out yesterday and said uh, that we're interested in upgrading our big league team. Mm -hmm. And Lazardo was sitting in AAA. He ha he's had a really bad year this year, and obviously yes, he's yes. one of the top prospects in all of baseball at one point. Um, but I'm interested in the Marte part. He comes over. Oakland isn't where they want to be as far as getting on base. And Marte is like, I think he's over 400 right now. Let me see. 
this year he's uh, this year 407 OBP so he's bringing that aspect to them he steals bases he's gonna mm -hmm. slot right in into right field you have Canna Oriano and Marte it's a hell of an outfield to go along with their already stellar infield uh, so I, I love I love that the A's are recognizing like they're right in the middle of their window you know all these guys their core is still pretty young but they're all gonna reach arbitration and you know how the Rays operate they're not gonna keep a lot of these guys so like we're in win now mode and we haven't figured out how to crack Lizardo, like maybe the Marlins will, and it'll be excellent for both sides because I think Marte is really going to help the A's. Yeah, and by the way, you mentioned he steals bags. He steals them without getting caught. He's 22 of 25 this year. So you add that element, particularly when every 90 feet counts in a do or die wild card game, if they're fortunate enough to get there, that's huge. I am fascinated by Jesus Lizardo. Fascinated. He was the number 18 prospect a few years ago. Remember in that wild card game against the Rays, he was just throwing gas in those three innings, gave yeah. up just one hit, no runs, and we were like, he's the next big thing. Now, I understand why Oakland could afford to trade him because, as you tweeted out yesterday, let's remember Oakland's great at developing pitching, really are, and they're great at reclamation projects as well. But what this allows Miami to do, I think, it, you know, they, they flipped their farm system under Jeter. I'll give them credit. Like, you're getting there. And this pitching staff that they're putting together is something special. They could trade one of these starters, get a big-time bat or two, and then all of a sudden the Marlins in a rather weak NL East could be part of the conversation as, far, as early as 2022. So I think it's fascinating on both ends. I, I agree. A shout-out uh, T. Hearn in the chat. Uh, Hearn Hunge. Uh, we'll take care of uh, Gallo up here in Yankeeville. I, am I part of Yankeeville? I don't know. I don't think so. Ish? I kind of am. I'm, I'm on Yankee really. Twitter. No. Yeah, but I hope, look, I hope uh, Jesus goes to Miami and flourishes. And it's, he's yeah. going back home. He's going to be comfortable there. Right. It's a whole new atmosphere for him. So right. I, I would expect him, with the stuff that he has, I would expect him to go there and be a hell of a player. But he was, it wasn't happening in Oakland for him. Right. All right, another quick trade. Eduardo Escobar, your former teammate up there with the Twins, uh, since then moved on to Arizona, and now Milwaukee. Is that enough, or do they have to keep getting more to add to that lineup? I love the move, uh, but I think, they're gonna, I think they're definitely in play, or I know they're in play for big, bigger names. Mm -hmm. And I think if they don't get those big names, they're going to do another trade as well to bolter, bolster the offense. Because that's where they need help. Uh, and Escobar brings that versatility, switch hitter, um, can play different positions. He'll probably start just plop right in the third base, but he can move around if they need him to. Uh, he does help the offense, but they're not done. Well, so it's interesting. He's got an OPS near 780. He's got 22 bombs. Uh, the Brewers have actually hit a lot since the All-Star break. I think I read that in seven of their 10 games, they've scored at least six runs. So, And that's, once again, still getting nothing for the most part, out of Christian Yelich. So if he's able to give them anything, it's not going to be 2018 or 19 Yelich, but if he can get something, that's like adding a bat as well. I'll be curious. I don't think it's going to be a major piece if they add. I think it'll be a bit player. I'll be curious to see. Um, I, I know that they're in on big pieces. How about that? You want to break anything? I got nothing to break. I just know that they're in on big pieces. They were in on Gallo, didn't happen, but they're in on some big pieces. So they, they recognize, like, what they have right now in that rotation. Josh Donaldson? I'm not giving specifics because I wasn't given clearance for that, but they're what in on big I wasn't pieces. given clearance. What do you need? What is this, I, the I, FBI? Got, I got little birdies everywhere, man. They're still in on big fish, and if they don't get a big fish, they'll do something else as well. The Brewers are, are scary. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, I'm almost... Are. 
I almost if they if they pull off some stuff, I will say right now, I would go Brewers, Astros in the World Series. Hey, real quick note, by the way, today's Instagram Live, as always, presented to you by Foco.com slash John Boy. It takes care of all your baseball clothing needs. They got the cool straw hats. Still got that. Although this team just made a trade today as Cesar Hernandez was shipped to the Chicago White Sox, which is very interesting. Uh, They've got the cool baseball shirts that we've we've worn before. It's Foco.com slash John Boy. Use the code word John Boy15 to get 15% off your first order. There's still a thing. I know I've got a great hoodie that has big uh, Cleveland C on it that I'm going to be wearing once it gets cold out. So let them help you uh, do your great baseball shopping. Thank you. And I did that all while Trev was trying to annoy me by showing off the nude photo behind him. I was able to keep a straight face. Thank you. Even though your Wi-Fi is getting crappy, my man. All right, let's move on to the hottest hitter in baseball. Joey Votto, another two-homer. What's going on there? Hey, hey, up here. What what are you doing? Hello? Yeah, what are you doing, dude? What What did I do? Stop. You know, you just gave us a crotch shot. I don't don't know why I did that. Sorry. Clean it up a little bit, my man. I know you had a really very interesting um, tweet last night about about Joey Gallo, but let's move on um, <laughs> to Joey Votto. Well, give me one second. Give me one second, Chris. Keep... What, what's going on here? What are you doing? Where's he going? All right, I guess I'll talk to everybody about Joey Votto. Back-to-back multi-homer games. Seven big blasts in his last five games. Now the Reds are just five games out of the second wild card spot behind the Padres, which is remarkable. Did you hear that? Joey Votto, I got this, yeah. Okay, the Reds are only five out of the playoff chase, the wild card. Are they still in this thing? I mean, sure, they're in it. Crazier things have happened. Are you asking me my opinion if they're going to be legitimate contenders? No, they're not. So they're not going to make it? I don't think so. I don't think they're going to catch the Brewers, and then you have to get past the uh, Dodgers and, and the Padres. And I just, I just, I don't see them adding enough to do it. And I see those other teams adding, and they're already have they already have a better record, probably a better team, mm-hmm. and they're going to continue to get better. So I, I don't. I love Joey Gallo and what he's done. Joey uh, excuse me, Joey Votto and what he's done. Um, he's absolutely mashing the ball. And he looks like he's so confident, like it's not going to stop anytime soon. But like yep. they're just they're not in the same place right now as these other teams. So I, I don't think they get there. But you're right. I mean, Joey's at least kept them in the conversation. And crazier things have happened, Chris. If maybe if they go out and pull some crazy trade out, I mean that's what they have to do. They have to add if they want to be in any sort of contention. Uh, I just don't think it's going to happen. Well, they have made you know a couple of trades to get uh, Justin Wilson and Sessa and Gibbons. Um, Improving the bullpen helps, obviously, yeah. Totally, totally, and that's where they've been most efficient this year. So who knows? If they go on this crazy run, here's the funny thing. You pick up two games on a team in a week, let's say it happens over the next seven days, you know, that they send up winning a bunch and San Diego goes 500 during the week or whatever, they're only three back. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, whoa. Yeah, but it's, there's, still, there's still plenty of baseball left. We're like, right. you know, a little swing here and there. Like, it's going to make people talk, and we'll probably talk about it. But in the grand yeah. scheme of things, over the next how, – how many games are left? 50 games? 50, yeah, but like between 50 and 55 for teams. I just think that that's – there's too many games, and there's too big of a separation talent-wise on the overall roster that I don't think they catch up. Okay, last one here. 
Uh, Gallo going to New York means he's got to get rid of his beard. Is that archaic, that thought process, or do you still like the tradition? I don't like any of the Yankees' traditions, but the Yankees and the Yankee fans like him, so that's all that really matters. I mean, they can't put a, a name on the back of the jersey. Uh, they have no alternate jerseys, I believe, right? And then you have to have the hair shaved except for a mustache. It's clearly an archaic thing, but people love it. I mean, Yankees fans, would be, I think, would be pissed if they took away that rule. And if they started putting names, like one of the worst things you can do as a Yankee fan is to get a jersey and put a player's name on the back. You're right. shunned from the stadium. So yep. clearly Yankees fans love these rules. Do I think they're archaic? Absolutely. I think they're dumb, but that doesn't matter. Like Yankees love them and Yankees fans love them. Yeah, it just kind of goes along with the personality of the team for the most part. They like to keep things very orderly it's interesting because in doing the rose rotation i found out that a lot of minor league teams that you there are rules about not being able to shave and oh yeah uh, the twins i had to shave the twins i had to shave the entire time in the minor leagues stupid yeah uh, i agree like but you pay minor leaguers nothing and then you have they have to buy razors do you know expensive fucking (laughs) razors are chris it's a great point yeah no that's a lot of uh that's that's it's good stuff uh, I'm getting a lot of talk in the chat about some trades that may or may not have happened since we've been on. I, I don't, don't have Cesar Hernandez. Yes, Brad Hand rumors, but okay. And Rodriguez to the Dodgers that hasn't happened yet. Let me. I'm, I'm, I'll go on my Twitter right now. I got my laptop right here on my lap. Oh, okay. Well, thank God something's covering your lap because a little earlier I thought we were getting a little too close to home. The Toronto Blue Jays are acquiring reliever Brad Hand from the Washington Nationals for Riley Adams. Okay. It's, it's interesting the moves that some of these teams on the fringe make. Like, is it just mm-hmm. to appease? I know Brad Hand's a very good reliever. Is it just to appease the really fan base? Right I don't know the numbers. I haven't heard I, anything about it, so I'm assuming probably an average season. Yeah, I mean, last year he was he didn't – blow a save the entire season but then he got to the playoffs and kind of blew up in that game two against the yankees um he's three, got a three five nine twenty one says yeah he's having an average season a lot right along with his career numbers right well the thing is in toronto and um i kind of went back and forth with some toronto fans based on what i said on the talking baseball wednesday podcast that they yes they've added a few guys you know they've added richards they've added simber and now hand before that, they definitely didn't have a guy who stood up and said, yeah, the ninth inning's mine. At least Brad Hand has that experience and at an all-star level. So we'll see if he can kind of turn the corner a little bit. He hasn't been great at all lately. Still a good pitcher. Yeah. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Go. We talked about this yesterday, and I think you said we, we posed the question is who needs this guy the most. We're talking about mm-hmm. Scherzer. Yeah. Where does he go? Because everyone is saying today is the day. Well, it's interesting because he's scheduled to pitch game one of that double header, Which is ridiculous. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever because if you're going to tr- – God forbid something happens. And he's had a little triceps issue too, I read, right lately. So I don't know why in the world they, you would – They might not have players, dude. They have like a zillion dudes on the COVID IL. So what? Use a bullpen game. You don't use your best asset and run the risk of injury. Yeah, no, you're totally right. I don't know why he's starting. That's but dumb. where does he go? Um, I think he ends up, uh, I think the Giants are pull, pulling the trigger. I really do. What do they need him for? 
I mean, they need him, obviously. But We're, okay, pitching is so the question. good there. If they end up winning the West, which game does Max Scherzer pitch in the division series? I, I don't know, dude. Do you take Stop. away? Do you Stop. take away Stop. from the guys that were with you all year long? Or do you, yes. You think, you think game one right away? Boom. Yes. That's okay. not even a question. It's not even a question. He walks in that clubhouse. He's the only guy that's definitely going to Cooperstown on that pitching staff. That doesn't matter, bro. So they don't... It sure as hell does. It's not like he sucked this year. He started. No, he's been great. He's been great. Game. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm looking right now at the stats. No, don't look at the stats. Look I'm at looking Sanders. at stats. No, don't bro. look at the stats because Gossman has not been dominant in his couple of starts since the All-Star break. Max Scherzer is the guy you give the ball to. He's got less than a three-and-a-half ERA in the postseason. He's got all those innings. You want to get out of the gate fast in a five-game series. And by the way, I'm not even talking about if it's a one-and-done scenario as a wild-card team. Then it's not even – it's definitely not a question. And people I'll say, say oh, well, he started that game against Milwaukee and would have had him beat if, you know, Trent Grisham didn't screw that up in the field. And I don't care about that one particular game. I don't Overall, think he does. I don't think Gabe Kapler operates that, that way. I think he'll stick with his guys. Um, but, it, it, I mean, if, I guess – if Scherzer goes over, he'll activate himself. He'll be part of the team for the next 55 games, and then, you know, whatever, whatever. But I think it, I think he'll just go with how it lines up. I don't think uh, – Ploof. I'm, I'm being honest. Could you imagine making a trade for Max Scherzer if you're either the Padres or the Giants, being in a wild card game, having Max Scherzer available on full rest? You didn't say wild card. I did say wild card. I no, said, you said division series. I did, and then I said I haven't even gotten to the scenario of a one and done. Oh, game. a one and done game. You have everybody on deck, but somebody's got to start it. Sure. Okay, start Scherzer and have everyone on deck. But I think in a, I guess even with the five or seven game series, you'd want to give him the best ability to pitch twice. Or I don't know. They'll have to talk about this at least. Okay. All right, we're running out of time. I got to go get to a weightlifting session. Work on these massive pythons. Um, what do you have coming up on John Boy? Uh, not a today, and then tomorrow I'll be back on Talking Baseball. Awesome. Easy schedule. I'm going to the Angel game tonight. Find oh, me good. there if you go. Come search for me. I don't know where I'll be yet. Okay. Just yeah. there. Bring your own Sharpie so that uh, you can sign stuff. Um, I'm wearing a White Sox hat because our latest episode with Lucas Giolito is out. Uh, a lot of fun talking about his all-star break, his trip to Lake Tahoe, which turned into a unmitigated disaster at the beginning because of uh, a housing issue, which was very funny. Uh, we have a Field of Dreams quiz, which I kind of butchered on many levels. Uh, so he's, you know, a lot of good stuff. He's talking about the Fox crew miking up Liam Hendricks during the All-Star game, which was very funny. Um, so we, get, we just got a lot of good stuff in there. It's good, yeah, he good was, to catch up with him. He was filthy last night. Yeah, time. he's throwing it well. He was he's throwing it really well. filthy. Yeah. And then I've got... I've got something planned for tomorrow, a big interview that I don't want to. It's one of those where I'm praying that when I open the laptop at designated time that he's there, but you just never know. Text me. I want to know. Maybe. I'm going to leak it. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not going to leak it because you don't <laughs> tell us anything. You, you will not have clearance to leak. Yeah, I, have, I keep my sources. They know they can trust me. Yep. That's good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Who is it? 
Listen, everybody they're, having they're great in on a, They're in on big names, the Brew Crew. Okay, good. I love that. I, I want to see it happen. More the merrier. Uh, everybody have a great baseball day. Enjoy the day baseball. Enjoy the trade deadline stuff. We'll be back here Friday at 1130 Eastern, 830 Pacific. Have a great, great day, everybody. If you guys, everyone's asking about a hat, go to my Instagram story right now. I have the link to this. Cool. Good. You gave that one up. Didn't hold that close to the vest. See ya. Later. Hey, everybody. It's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss. The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.